shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. It's time for episode 35 of the Human Hope Podcast. Welcome back. I am your host, Scott Arlos, and the Gwendolyn Swan, Jamoka Bale, or Los for short. And I'm so excited you guys are here. Guys, we're 35. Remember when we were only like preteens as a podcast? Now we're like 35. We're like approaching middle age as a podcast. I don't feel like we... I feel like all of these podcasts are so special. And... Uh, just big ups for everybody that was um, that listened to last week's episode with Travis, um, my journalist friend, and just the conversations that were being had on Instagram were so healing, and I'm just grateful, grateful for this human whole family. Guys, listen, <laughs> we've got some things coming up for you guys that I think you're going to be really excited about. Um, 2022 with the podcast. It's just growing because you guys are sharing it with your friends. That's how this thing grows. Listen, I, I can put it on my on my Instagram every week, but the people that follow me that are listening to my podcast, they're going to listen to it, right? I'm not like converting new people. Like you either like podcasts or you don't. And I, I mean, I got I got a lot of people that like the podcast, but I, I'd like for some more people to like the podcast. That'd be very helpful. So please share the podcast. Like right now, be like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna text my my cousin Bill. Bill, oh, you probably don't have a cousin Bill unless you're like over forty. So I'm my cousin Taylor. There you go. Now now I'm talking to people in their twenties. Uh, let them know. Hey, listen, this week's podcast we are going to um, you will hear some wisdom that you never knew could come from somebody so young. I have had on my podcast my wife Heather numerous times. I have had on my podcast my daughter. So Hela, talk about her healing. I've not had on my podcast my daughter Sayana, nor have I had on my podcast my son Losiah. Now, if you follow 
me on Instagram or you follow my family, my both my daughters have Instagrams. They're public. Y'all can follow them. My wife has Wit Farm. She's got an Instagram. Losaya ain't got no Instagram. And he, and he actually is not in my stories a lot because, you know, he's 15. And so today, you know, when I was just kind of producing and getting ready for today's show, he goes, dad, when are you going to have me on your podcast? Uh, insert break squeal. Excuse me. You, you, my 15 year old son that answers me in grunts would like to form complete sentences on a podcast for the world to hear. What was you trying to like convince them that you ain't, that you something different than what you are sitting in front of me? Yeah, dad, I'd love it. Okay. Challenge accepted. So that's who you're going to hear from today. And when I tell you that I could not be more proud of this boy. Hey, listen, he does not grunt. I was just being stupid. I could not be more proud at the wisdom he drops. This conversation um, went a lot deeper than I thought it was going to go. <laughs> Here's my new parenting advice. You want to get to the depths of the heartbeat behind your 15-year-old that you didn't think you could get to? Put a microphone in front of them, hit record, and say, I'm going to let thousands upon thousands of people listen to our conversation. Bam, he's going to drop it. Guys, we, we, um, we tackle some subjects that I think, I don't care if you've got a five-year-old, a five-month-old, or a 15-year-old, or a 25-year-old. It's going to be very helpful for you as a parent, or even, I got some, some teenagers that listen to my podcast. Even to you guys, I think Lesai gives a lot of really good advice, um, and 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 we actually st- we we get into um, some pretty heavy heavy conversations. The conversation went a lot heavier than I thought it was going to go. <laughs> yes, I cried. Yes, all of the things. It was lots of feelings happening. Um, you know, it's it's been a week, and and I think the the reason why we got so deep so fast is, you know, I it, actually he's he's uh, grounded from his phone right now. It's like a school thing, right? Like he's, he just got to, he got to do better. So like he doesn't have his phone. And so when he doesn't have his phone and I travel and I've been traveling a lot the last week. Okay. I was in Indianapolis um, for two days. I was, where was I? I mean, it doesn't matter where I was, but I, I, I've been, I've been running around and, oh no, no, I was at, we were in Atlanta for a wedding. I did, I did the wedding of uh, Montana. Um, that's her name. I wasn't in Montana. Nonetheless. I haven't like connected with Losaya in like a week. And normally when he has his phone, I am texting him or FaceTiming him or we're Marco Poloing and we're kind of going back and forth. So that's a little bit of a bummer. Uh, and so what I realized what happened is that all the questions I would normally ask him when we connect um, and when we do a check-in, right? And I, I may on an episode past talk to you guys about how I, how I check in with my kids. Um, we can talk about that on another episode if we haven't, but I go, I'll go through my, my list. Well, I realized in today's conversation that we hadn't done that. And so, um, he, he let me know how he's feeling and we got into feelings that I did not even know he was experiencing years ago. Uh, and, and so, yeah, we talk about, um, the fact that parents, how, how kids feel when they feel like they are the subject of just their parents cameras all the time. We talk about um, how to be a good friend when you're 15. We talk about uh, how he feels being adopted in our family and also around his friends. We go 
there. And I'm so proud of him. He's just so well-spoken and soft-spoken, but he just has the most beautiful, calming, yet wise spirit about him. So friends, he he is the most mysterious Whitaker, uh, but maybe the most treasured because, you know, he, I mean, he was, he won a people's choice award for viral video of the year, right? People have thought Losai is like the cutest little boy forever. They followed, you followed his adoption journey. Like from the moment we picked him up at six months old, seven months old from South Korea, he his he has been on my YouTube, on my blog, on my Twitter, on my Facebook, on my like just his whole life. And he's grown up with thousands upon thousands of people watching him grow up and he lets us know how he feels today. This is going to be, I think, encouraging to a lot of parents out there, but also a little bit of a warning. And um, hopefully it just, it, it makes us all step back and look at how we're doing social media and how we're doing friendship and how we're doing really anything. I mean, he, my, my son's a truth teller, uh, but you know, I think he gets this from me. When, it, when he tells you something that you may not want to hear, he does it in love. And I felt love the entire time. So guys, buckle up. Here we go. My conversation with my wonderful son, Osiah Whitaker. Okay, okay, human hope familia. We're, we, we are 35 episodes into this bad boy. And I am A, I've got two feelings happening right now. I'm both A, shocked, and B, maybe proud, but I don't know what he's going to say yet. So I don't know if I'm officially like all the way proud, but C, just thrilled that this would be, a, this would be a good word. That across from me right now, like, let's see, stay, how far are you from me? Uh, like, I don't know. Uh, two feet? Two feet. Two feet. Right? Holding my hand is my 15-year-old son, Losiah Whitaker, who is going to be the guest on the podcast. Listen, you guys always hear. He actually is probably the most mysterious Whitaker out there. And my son, Losiah, is the guest on this week's Human Hope Podcast. All 15 years of him, Losiah. Say hey to the Human Hope family. Hey, Human Hope family. How's it going? We're doing what's going great, Lucia. How are you? That's that's me acting like them. Yeah, I'm sure they sound really high pitched. Yeah, yeah, prob- probably like that. Um, Los, uh, you the, the reason why I say that you are probably the most mysterious Whitaker is because people have grown up watching, have watched you grow up on the internet, right? Yep. Like since you were. Well, actually, since we got you, <laughs> right? We got you at uh, six months old. We adopted you, uh-huh. and um, and people have watched you, and and that was all on YouTube. That everything was, you know, but but you you're not on social media. You don't have your own social media stuff that you're not. So like, you're very mysterious, and you're not on mine a lot either because you know you you care about what you look like now, all those things. So why don't you just for a second introduce yourself and let the Human Hope listeners know kind of who you are what what do you like to do uh, and what you're all about um well my name's Osiah I'm 15 and um and I the things I like to do is I like sports I mean I'm not 
Some people just like to sit inside the house all day. Um, That's not you. Yeah, I know. I love sports. I can sit inside all day though, and I won't <laughs> complain. Um, but I definitely I'm not too like outdoorsy as I'm, I mean, because like I'm not running um, the marathon or anything. Right. Right. Um, you're, you're and let, let's go there for a second. Um, before you finish on the things that you like to do, um, I bought an Apple Watch. I don't know, six months ago, or I was given an Apple watch and I started running with the Nike run club app. And then Siano's like, dad, I want an Apple watch. And I said, if you run a marathon, you can have an Apple watch and go watch you finish the story. Uh, yeah. And so sure enough, my dad was like, yeah, you, you can, if you run a marathon, sure. Then you can have an Apple watch. He was like, all right, I'll run a marathon. And so then, um, dad asked Sohela and um, he was like, Hey, so do you want to run a marathon and to get an Apple watch? And she was like, yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, and so then he was like, surely Losai is going to want to run for Apple watch. He's <laughs> wanted an Apple watch forever. And, so true. and then, um, he asked me, he was like, Hey, Losai, do you want an Apple watch? Oh, do you want to run a marathon and train with us? And, um, for an, and you'll get an Apple watch and everything. You have to finish all the training and everything. And I'm like, no, I'll just buy one myself. Yeah, it's totally what you said. And it was the most Losiah answer ever. You're like, nah, man, why, why would I got a job? Where do you, where do you work? I work at Chick-fil-A. You so. work at Chick-fil-A. He's got a job at Chick-fil-A. Uh, we won't tell you what Chick-fil-A he works at, but he's got a job at Chick-fil-A. And um, yeah, he's like, I can just buy my own Apple Watch now. That's that's so good. So you're not running the marathon. You will cheer. Oh, guess what? I'm not running the marathon either anymore. Uh, I injured my knee. So Losiah and I, the two male Whitakers, will be uh, cheering the female Whitakers on the marathon. Yep. Yeah, With Rome, possibly. With Rome, possibly. With our dog, Rome. Uh, okay, so what, what other kind of stuff, Losiah, do you like to do? Um, I really can do anything. It doesn't like... Not like in a braggy way, but like I can just like if we want to go on a hike, I can go on a hike. If we want to watch TV all day, I can watch TV all day. It doesn't matter. If you, if you if you could watch TV all day right now, if I force you for seven straight hours, I'm going to duct tape you to the sofa and you're going to get to watch TV all day. What would you watch for seven straight hours? Probably YouTube. I just search up YouTube. Okay, and stuff. what on YouTube would you watch? Um, really anything that'll catch my eye. Um, so it'll be anything up to like ten of the most weirdest toys, and then oh. that goes in the ten of the most satisfying toys, and that goes <laughs> to the ten of the most fun toys, and that goes to the ten of the most yeah, it's so on. Yeah, no, oh, no, that's good. I see your YouTube history, and I do see like. You were watching people eat the weirdest things. Yeah, I watch weird things sometimes. <laughs> and then I'll sometimes watch like gaming and then somehow something else will pop up on it. Like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, so let's go here. Let's go. I'm just, I'm thinking like the human hope listener right now. And I'm thinking like all these people are like, I've never heard Losias already. He's talked more already. I've just heard him say more words strung together than I have his entire life, but I've watched his entire life and I've seen him grow up. They've watched you since they can right now, everyone listening to this can go onto my YouTube page and watch us meet you for the very first time. And there was not a week that has gone by in your life 
that you probably have not been on the internet. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean, yeah. think about it, right? Ever so, since I got picked up, yeah. I was like videoed. So. Yeah. So talk talk to us just a little bit about um about growing up in the Whitaker family, like like uh, about being the youngest, being the one. Let's be honest. That everyone's like, oh my gosh, Losias, he's so cute. Losias, you were kind of always the favorite of everybody else. Like, from your point of view, like, like what what was that like growing up, being on the internet all the time, having your dad kind of in a public eye? You know, a lot of people know who your dad is, which means a lot of people know who you are. Talk to us a little bit about at fifteen what you've what you've put together in your head on how that's how that's affected you growing up. I mean, it's definitely different from other people's life. I've noticed that. Like, I've already gone on way more trips than any of my friends have gone. Even my friends that travel a lot, I've gone on triple the amount of trips they've gone on. And so, um, like, we went to New York and we went to, like, um, Atlanta, which a lot of people in Nashville <laughs> haven't even been to Atlanta, for, which is That's crazy. Um, and we just drove down there real quick. Um I'm trying to think of other places we went to. I mean, just growing up, we've, we've been. What places around the world have you been? I mean, we've been to like China, Africa. Um, we've been to London and yeah. Paris, and yeah. yeah. So no big deal, you know. <laughs> I'm just going to Paris. Just going to London. So yeah. yeah, okay. So that's one thing you've gotten to travel. Uh huh. Um, another thing is I've just gotten used to having a camera on my face all the time. Like just, I mean. I used to perform all the time. Now I've gotten less of a performer. I feel like um, just because I'm growing and yeah, yeah. Um, no, well, let, let's let's sit there for a second. Let's let's. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna push some push some buttons and feel free to say whatever you want here. So, so growing up, you, you say you were more of a performer than you are now, and I feel like that word is an important word to sit on for a second. Um, because you you did feel like at at moments maybe you had to perform. Uh definitely. Yeah. yeah definitely. Like 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 explain that. Like like what 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 would that look like? Um I mean like growing up I would have like a camera on my face like when my dad used to um vlog all the time. Yeah, well, we were vlogging for like 3 yeah, years. Yeah, he used to vlog all the time. I would often like all suddenly, like I'm always usually, but I feel like was happy then. Um, uh-huh. But all suddenly, just be like over the top, crazy on camera and yeah. everything. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like that's really. It. I mean, and now I'm definitely not like. I definitely, if I don't want to be on camera, I'll let him know. Yeah, I'm like no, Dad, not right now. Well, and and you know, and I think it's important for parents to know. Because now every parent, this is important. I think this is so good to come from you. Every parent has a phone with a camera and is recording their kids nonstop, right? That, that's just kind of coming from a kid that doesn't necessarily love to always be on the camera. And you're, and right now you've got, I don't know, 20,000 parents that are listening to you that are like, huh, like maybe, maybe I should think about think about how or maybe asking my kids or whatever when it comes to recording them talk to them for a second give them about 30 seconds of guidance as far as like what their kids may be feeling and and maybe how to approach filming them well yeah here's a good example 
about the single ladies video. That probably if I saw that later on in my life and before, and it wasn't posted, I would be like, don't share that to anyone because that's just embarrassing. Like yeah. crying and like all that stuff uh-huh. about yeah. That that was just like I'm over it now because I've it's been shared to millions and millions of people now. So I really don't care now. But like that was one thing that triggered me for a while. I was just like, um, that's good. I s- didn't like people <clears throat> laughing about me and stuff, mm. which I know it wasn't about me. It was about my cuteness, not about sure. Like, yeah. But like then, especially when I was like, when it just blew up everywhere, yeah. like even after that, people would come up and be like, oh, I saw you on the scene. And then they were like, that was so funny. And then my dad would share on all of his books and all yeah. of his everywhere he would go he'd share it which um took me a while to get like to be like oh wait this is just how it's gonna be yeah um but like that was one thing where if now definitely i'd be like could you not actually share that yeah. and definitely like yeah but there are multiple things like if i don't like a picture right like if my hair looks terrible in it but like yeah those type of things Typical teenage things, but yeah, yeah. that that's actually very important what you just said because for those of you that don't know, we had a video that went viral of me of the kids in the backseat of the car um, singing all the single ladies, and I mean, I would I would say probably a lot of people that are listening to this have never seen it before because I stopped sharing it, you know, like like probably three years ago, Um, and and. And the Beyonce song, all the single ladies would come on. I told Lucy he's not a single lady. I mean, you were too. I don't even know if you knew what I was even saying. I didn't. I just cried because I heard the word no. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And so anyway, it went viral. We won a People's Choice Award for it. Like, But you're, you're telling me that you went through a season once you started understanding about the video where you really didn't like the video. Well, yeah, because I'm basically having a fit over me crying about like me saying I was dancing about me being a woman, a single right, yeah, lady, yeah. basically. And like, which um, it's definitely weird in general, but like me crying about that, that was just a stretch in general. And yeah. then me saying no. And then, yeah, that was just, yeah. Yeah. And, and so you didn't, you didn't like that. Definitely not. Now. I mean, I just think it's funny as well. Sure. Like, well, you're mature now. You're 15. Well, exactly. I don't really care about that much. So. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I would like to tell you, because I don't think I've ever told you this, that I'm, I'm sorry for those years that you didn't like it and, and that I played it, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was definitely hard. I definitely understand why you did it. Cause it was good entertainment and like, yeah, honestly. Yeah. But I, I, I don't, um, like that bums me out though, to be honest with you, that like it was good. Inter- I'm getting a little teary <laughs> that it's good entertainment but it hurt you. Yeah, definitely. So I'm sorry. I forgive you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we just had a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we've talked about it before, um, but I'm just so proud of you. You know, you just matured so much. Yeah. Um, that's not where I thought the podcast was going to go so early. <laughs> we are... Ooh, we're only 14 minutes into this thing and I'm already crying. I just love you. I'm just so proud of you. You have You've worked so hard at um, just becoming this beautiful young man. And so uh, thank you. Thank you for um, for letting me say that. And thank you for saying that. 
No, it's yeah. good. So I what what I what I want people to hear is just know that even if your kids are two or three and you think it's cute, it's gonna go on the internet and it's gonna affect them when they're ten. Right? Yeah. It's it's not just gonna be cute in the moment. They're gonna go look back at that and they didn't have a say when they were two, but when they're ten, maybe ask them, Hey, would you like me to take this down? Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely yes. That would definitely mean a lot to them. Like if my dad asked me that, I probably would have just no, say no because I know how much it was it meant to my dad and everything. Although it hurt me, I would still be. I always just think about everyone in that situation. So like, yeah. but like, if I didn't think that way, I definitely would have said, like, take it down. Yeah. That's so good, man. That that is is this vital. You guys hearing that? Um, learn from learn from me. You know, uh, learn from you know, Losai's authenticity and vulnerability. You know, in this moment. So, so then now you know now you're 15. Now you are more vocal because you're you know you have your own voice, and so you're like like even today we were at a photo shoot, and you know I'm filming the family like I always do. Um, and, and I mean, and I can always tell when you're like, oh, Losai is going to be in, like he wants to be in this shot. He wants to do it or whatever, but I was filming you. I can't remember. I said something or what was it? I don't remember, but, but you were like, Hey dad, I I don't want you to put that up there. Oh, it was a video today. Yeah. You were filming yourself. You were talking about something. I don't even know what it was, but it, it was just, I was in it and I didn't like the way I looked in yes. it. So I was like, um, yeah, I just saw you see, Can you yeah. just delete that? Yeah. I was like, Hey, can you just redo that? And he redid it. And I did. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then I, I shot it with just yeah, exactly. talking, talking to myself. Yeah. Um, and so, so just, just, I, I want parents to know this. And I've been saying this for a few years. You know, once I knew, once I knew Losiah was being affected Again, and and we're in like in the wild west of digital media here, right? So like everyone's learning as as they go. And once I saw, hey, guess what? When I put some videos of my kids online, it affects them later in the years. And so I stopped doing that, especially with you. I really just kind of stopped. People would mm-hmm. always ask. Um, I I think we were in New York, and I was I was Instagramming, and Sian was in every story. So Haley was in every story. Heather was in every story, and everyone's like, "Where's Osiah?" Like everyone's always asking, "Where's Osiah?" And I'm and I'll DM them. I'm like, oh, he's he just doesn't feel he's here. He's having a good time. He just mm-hmm. not necessarily doesn't want to be on my stories all day every day. Yeah, exactly. Like I definitely, um, yeah, I definitely don't like me on stories too much. Just yeah, just because I mean I love the instant familiar and everything. Um, but yeah, I just like my space and everything. Yeah, so totally. And you got to have your, got to have that 15 year old space. Yeah, you know? exactly. Expect maybe in like next year, I'll be like more, want to be more into it and everything. Yeah. But especially now I'm definitely, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, and you know, and this isn't even where I thought the conversation was going to go, but I just think it's so important for parents to hear you say that for parents to know that, that their kids are their own people and with their, with their own opinions on whether or not they want to be on the internet. And, you know, and we need to treat them with respect and boundaries, um, even knowing that this is the, the you know, new world we live in. But, you know, I would even say, Losai, talk to us about this for a second. I would say that that your parents' generation um, is definitely 
way more than your generation putting their lives on the internet, right? It's not like, I don't know, do any of your friends just film themselves all day long and put it on online? No, definitely not. So It's way less because like, yeah, none of my friends really like do Instagram stories, especially how you do it. Like it's mostly your generation, yeah. I would say, be do- like it, that's doing that. Yeah. Um, a whole bunch. Like I, on like Taylor's phone or something, just one of my friends, I looked at his phone. He was looking at stories and you had like 50 slides up there. <laughs> and I was like, geez, uh, you must have a whole podcast up there uh, yeah. or something. I was, yeah. It was almost as bad as Five Marys Farms. <laughs> <laughs> five Marys, if you're listening to this, we we, we, we have a joke, Five Marys and yeah, myself, no, who, I'm, can, I'm who can have the most dashes uh, in their in their stories, um, yeah. but but to to Taylor's benefit, I do see that Taylor Seeley watches all my stories every single day. He does. I don't know when he does. Well, it. no, he does it so he can see what I'm doing. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I saw that this got like I saw that you found this and rescued it somewhere. Yeah. Like he he's like I'm like, or he'll be like, I saw you got a haircut from this exact place and i was like wow you're like stalking me Jeez. <laughs> so good your friends are trying to figure out what you're doing through my uh through my instagram so you're welcome losiah whitaker's friends in nashville tennessee and around the world uh, that are trying to find out what he's doing so I, I think i think the big point to this part of the conversation is um yes share your family's life i think that's great i i would w- speak to the fact that that there are you know are there times that you actually enjoy that I that I'm sharing like our family's lives? Well, yeah, I definitely like again back to his blogs. I love that we have blog, um, yeah, a whole bunch of vlogs and stuff because like those literally share so much important parts of our lives, like growing up and everything. And that's like so so like I love that part about our yeah. family that my dad just records us, like especially that we have our my adoption video since yeah. I was like that's just everyone always like. Um, oh my gosh! Cries we over those. Weep. Yeah, we just we. It's so funny each time I watch that because I just have like, I mean, I love the videos, but I'm like, oh, way less than how everyone else is. Yeah. Well, you're processing it through a different lens than we are. Well, exactly, because it's me. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, you are. Um, well, no, that's so that that is good to hear. I mean, it's it's good to hear that. Um, what I'm hearing you say is yeah you you actually love that we have our lives that we can go back and watch but maybe some of the more intimate moments uh or maybe moments that would be embarrassing um just don't don't share those yeah, yeah and sometimes they'll, they'll be hard to do um okay the, let's shift man you're shifting to all the places i want to go uh you're 15 um we adopted you because we you just said that we have adoption videos and they're not adoption of anyone else it's just uh losiah although a lot of people think sianna's adopted I want to let yeah, the world know. No, no, she's not. They're just, they look, Sayana and Sariel look just completely different. They do. They <laughs> act different. as They're like yeah. opposites as well, but. They do, they do. So, okay, so going back, um, we adopted you from South Korea at six months old. Let's let's just go back to the videos. So we have a YouTube video series of when we went to adopt you. Um, we all cry when we watch those videos. When I, when I say we all, it's Sohaila, Sayana, me, and Heather. And honestly, all of our friends who love you and watch it as well. Yeah, I felt like uh, we just recently we went to Atlanta to visit some of our friends because there, there was a wedding down there that we went to. And um, one of my mom's best friends was like, hey, 
last time I last time I guess last time we did, they it was their first time watching the adoption videos and they're like they're like this time we're not watching any adoption videos of you because I bawled <laughs> last time so much and I just right then I wanted to grab you and cuddle you and like just cradle you like I did and I, and and but she was like I know you're 15 and you really don't want that so I just didn't do that then so I love that no that's so good it's so true so we 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 feel those things talk to me about about how do you feel watching those videos uh it's definitely really cool to see everyone in that video and like see where my actual culture is because I've never been there or anything so like it's really cool to see that it's I definitely sometimes don't see it as me because like it's like they live such different lives than I do like it's crazy um to see the difference but like uh uh yeah it's just I don't really like i have an emotional connection to them in a pretty deep way just not as deep as other people and i I also don't see it in the eyes of how other people see it as well that's, so like, that's good yeah. yeah what what is that what is that deep emotional connection that you have with them um I guess like seeing like my like who basically raised foster me, mom my foster mom like seeing her and seeing like her being able to like give um give me off to like a random family basically like yeah. wh- who she's like took care of me yeah for months and months and then like that's like basically like raising a puppy and then like having it except it's way more than a puppy <laughs> no but i get it I get but it. like that's just I an example it. like yeah. raising a puppy getting a connection to it and then having to like give it off and then like to someone random yeah just, yeah. yeah, no, it, that, that it's powerful. Um, how much do you think about how much do, before I ask you that question? I don't, a lot of people are always like when, when I'm traveling, Oh my gosh, you must be like, you must love talking about adoption. You must, you know, there, cause there's a lot of people that are really into talking about adoption, right? There, there's some yeah. families that have adopted, like that's their thing, right? They, they're like, we are, we want everyone to adopt. We want everyone to know our adoption story. We want, um, that's not kind of how we roll uh, as far as like, like your family. Like I don't, I don't think about you being adopted very often. Like I, I think about you being my son. Um, I do think about you being Korean Mm -hmm. a lot. Like I think about, okay, how can I, um, continue to think about that? But I don't necessarily think about like every day, like, Oh my gosh, Losai is adopted because I just, you're just my son. Yeah. And so, so my question to you is how much do you, think about being adopted and tons is a great answer. Zero is a great answer. It could be, you know, anything, how, how much, how much in your day to day do you think about the adoption process or you being adopted? Um, honestly, not that much. Like, to be honest, there are times though, when I'm like around my friends and stuff. And then like me acting a bit more different, just, because I'm of a different race and everything. Yeah. Um, just because of that, um, I can definitely see the difference in that moment. And then I'm like, oh, wait. Like, because I'll forget. And so, um, and none of my, like, 
close friends are are <laughs> uh, Korean or anything. No. So like it's definitely um which is great, which I love. Um Yeah. And but it's definitely in those moments I'm like, oh wait. That's they think in that way just cuz like mm. um they just know differently than I know yeah. and everything. Um and yeah, and they don't understand what it's like to like be different than everyone else. Yeah. Um, not in a bad way. Right. Like just just to be different. Yeah. Um and so like they don't know that. And so like what 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 is it like to be different than everyone else? Um it's definitely like you don't realize it until later on, like mm. in, I'll go back to like my first year of going to camp or one of my first years of going to camp. Okay. My, church camp. Yeah. Church camp. And, um, this guy called me this weird name and everything. Mm. And then, um, I didn't even think twice about it. Like yeah. I was just like, I didn't think it was racist or anything uh-huh. like, um, until like, Later on, and I was like, "That, like, I like, cause like I went back from camp, and I was like, I'm this and that, and it was just like, um, yeah, it was just like, and then people would look at me weirdly and be like, why is he saying like that's yeah. kind of weird and everything? Then I realized I was like, the way the things he said probably weren't nice. Because mm, you didn't um, know at the time. Because I didn't know people were mean. Then. Yeah. Like everyone, because I would follow my dad and everyone would be so nice and everything. Right. So I just assumed from that that yeah. everyone was like that way. Like yeah. they weren't like, yeah. Yeah. So like I was just like, um. then in that moment, that's when I realized, oh wait, everyone's like, not like everyone's, Different, in, different in 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 how they respond to humans. Exactly. Yeah. There's some people that that's just how yeah. our world is. It's not. Yeah. And and does 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 it affect you when um I mean have you dealt with racism? Have you dealt with that that sort of thing where people um, may treat you poorly uh, or worse because you're Korean and they're not? I mean, definitely. Like multiple times i've honestly like at that this point i'm like i could care less they probably yeah. like i think about their circumstance what they've been through to be mm. talking to someone in that way wow. um wow but like i just honestly at this point i just stopped like caring about like stopped thinking deep at least. Letting, like, I, always, I care you. about those stuff but yeah. i just don't let it go deep yeah i let it hit me and i'm like this, I just, I'm not going to throw it back. Uh-huh. Not going to let it lash back, lash back at them because how I feel. Yeah. But I'm just going to let it, I'm just going to give it back. Wow. I'm not going to give it back. I'm just going to. Yeah. Leave it there. Let let it be what it is. Um, I have five minutes before you have to go to youth. And mm-hmm. so um, I, I want to ask you a couple more questions. Um, you know, last, last summer, um, I, I feel like as we were watching the news and we were seeing all the f- protests with George Floyd and things like that, it that really affected you. Like, like, like that really affected you. Talk to us a little bit about as a 14 year old back then, 
what seeing everything happening with Black Lives Matter or George Floyd protests or Breonna Taylor or all the things you're and then and then stop Asian hate and then you know all all that. Tell us just a little bit about as as a teenager watching the news and watching you know watching me kind of maybe be on the front lines battling a little bit. What, how you processed all that? Well, it yeah, it was definitely um like hard hard and really confusing honestly Mm -hmm. because like it was basically just i just saw as humans killing each other basically and i was like so confused i was like why are they doing that like i kind of knew the reason but i was like that's just like um Mm. like that's and then the fact that i realized this has been happening for like forever like it's it's not just one time, right. like one time thing. It's been going on forever and there's been multiple protests about it and all that stuff. That was just like an eye opener. And then seeing it affect you also like made it affect me as well because I saw like, yeah, I saw just you trying to like go out and help everyone while it was affecting you at the same time. And it was just like kind of like, it was just confusing at the time. And then I made me want to like help in any way I could. Mm-hmm. So like whenever you were like, when you put up that, um, what was it? It was a sign of some sort. Um, or no, it was the, it was the bunny thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The black bunny. Yeah. It, and then whenever yeah. I saw you do that, I was like, huh, I wonder what ways I could help. Yeah you doing those type of things and stuff. Yeah. And so that just was like, instead of me like getting angry about it, like being like, why don't we arrest those police for doing sure. that or yeah. anything? Like it just made me like kind of had more sympathy for them. Mm-hmm. Being like they probably have had a lot going on. Yeah. Like again, again and uh, again, looking at the, um, looking at the pain of the person that is hurting us and realizing they're human too. That's called empathy, mm-hmm. you know, is what that, what's that, what that is called. So empathy is something that I feel like you're really good at, Losai. Like, I feel like you're, uh, you're very compassionate. You do, you feel other people's pain. You feel, you feel big. Yeah. Would you say you're a big feeler? Yeah, definitely. You, you feel really big. Um, what would you say to someone listening to a parent that has a son or a daughter that feels big, that, that is a big feeler. You know, you, you have, you've, you've done a lot of work, uh, on, on not, not making your feelings smaller. That's not what we're trying to do. Right. Um, but just owning your feelings, right. Controlling them more. What, what would, what's some advice you would have for maybe, maybe a a teenager or preteen that's listening right now that like, they just get so angry or they, they, they feel so big and they, sometimes they can't control it. What are some, what are some things that you would, you would tell them? Uh, just to let them kind of express those feelings in not like a bad way, like to not in front of all their friends. And if they get like angry at you all of a sudden, just to have patience with them and to like, let them run out all their anger and then, not be like once they run out of the anger then yell back and like mm-hmm. that just doesn't make it better just let them run out their anger if it is anger yeah. and just 
Or it could be any other emotion. Yeah. Right? It could be, or it could be like um, sadness. Sadness. Like let them. Yeah. Let them all their emotions come out and then talk mm. them through it afterwards. What are some things that uh, I think that's great advice. You know, let, let, let them, let them feel big. Let them feel all the big feelings. What are some things that you've done that have helped you uh, be in control of your big feelings instead of your big feelings being in control of you? Does that make sense? Um, I guess um, instead of kind of controlling your feelings, like trying to control them, that usually doesn't turn out the best for me. Uh-huh. Um, I usually just… Whenever I'm by myself, I just will pray about it. And okay. Just be like, Lord, what can I do to not take away these feelings? Because I feel like the feelings are valid, valid, yeah. and they can help a lot of people. Um, no, we don't want to get rid of your big feelings. Yeah, exactly. We just want to tone them out. Yeah, and just or control them. And and that's what you them. you you yeah. pray you pray and ask God. Um, and and I, I've seen you do that. What about like in the middle of a conversation? So say, say like, let, let's just take, for example, school, you and mom, uh, and you're having a fight and suddenly you're, she's getting heated. You're getting heated. What are some tips that you, you can give for maybe somebody, a teenager that's, that's listening that just gets in arguments nonstop with their parents? Um, maybe like just try of course, not to get in those, like sure. try not to make them get that big. Uh, even if you think, because what happens to me is I always think my way is always better. And that's how <laughs> me and my mom think both that way. <laughs> and so we will hold on to that. And yeah. we just, yeah, we will hold on to that and we won't let go of that. And the best way to handle that is just to kind of not to accept it, but just to like think about if you if you and your if um you and your mom are like thinking two different ways to think about her way as well as yours mm. instead of so actually you so you're telling me you actually in order to control you be, you control your emotions you actually are not just thinking about your way you're actually looking at her side of things too yeah just look at both sides of things like. If we're both yelling about how we do this sort of problem on math, and math probably isn't the best example, but sure. like, let's say it used to be done this way, but now it's taught this, like, this certain way. Like Uranus. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like Uranus. Or Uranus. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Two, two different things, yeah. but like, they're both the same thing, but like, think about what the past says and what is what could be the outcome of it yeah Um, instead of just like arguing back and forth or what i'll do is i'll just accept my mom's way and just do it that way and (laughs) sometimes sometimes you just have to you just have to do what mom says even even if she's wrong um and then you also do something else where and i love it when you do this you go guys can i just can, can i just have a minute can i like like you literally will will say can can I have five minutes? I need to I need to have some time away. T- tell us about what happens when you when and why you do that. Uh, the reason why I will like step away from that, like, 
if I'm having an argument or even if I'm like angry at something and I walk in the house angry and everyone's wondering why I'm angry and asking all these questions, I would just be like, it'll just make it worse. And I'll be like, hey guys, I just need a second. I'll, the reason I say that is so I don't just like snap at everyone yeah. and be like, be quiet. Like just like snap back in that way, um, which is um, not the right way. So that's, that's why you do Yeah, that's why. And it's definitely something uh, you have taught me to do. It's just to be like, whenever you, to in order not to, because I would always, I had bad anger issues where I would oh. just start yelling and screaming and crying yeah. and having all these tantrums. And then I would get mad because, m- even more mad because they would call it tantrums and I would be like, I'm not having any tantrums. <laughs> so that kind of thing when I am. Um, but yeah, it definitely helped me just to be like take a step back think through everything before i start ranting out about all my feelings um right but just to like be like all right i know i need five minutes and just take a step back yeah that's good no you're you're so good at that um what else you want to talk about buddy what what, what else you got anything you want to ask me What, what else you want to talk about um i don't know I don't know either. Are we are we done? Do we have more? I'm trying I feel to think. Like there might be more. Oh, there might. There's always more. Yeah, there's always more. Human hope, fam. You think there's more? I think there's more. I think I can pull a couple more nuggets of wisdom out of my 15 year old, uh, brilliant theologian of a son. Um, tell me this: You have friends who may believe different things than you. You have friends that maybe believe uh, politically. You know, not that you have like strong political opinions, but you know, they, they may think of, of, you know, just even last summer and the protests and things like that, or the vaccine, they may think something different than you or, um, but you're still friends with all those people. So, so there's some people that are listening to this probably right now. They're like, Oh, I don't know if I can be friends with somebody that doesn't believe in the vaccine. Like I do, or somebody that votes differently than me. Like how, how do you stay friends with people that disagree with a lot of things that you believe? Uh, well, here's a good example. One of my friends literally the other day was like something about the vaccine. I think I was getting the vaccine or something. Uh-huh. And I told them and they're like, um, but I was like, I already have the first vaccine. So I have antibodies and stuff. And they're like, no, you don't have antibodies. The vaccine, like, I mean, they're like, you don't like if you've had COVID in the past month or a couple months, then that means you like. In the past six months, if you had COVID, then you don't have antibodies anymore. And I was like, that's not necessarily how it works. Uh, but I, and then he, I was like, that's not necessarily. He was like, no, it is. Like that's okay. So he was coming hard at you. Yeah, and I was like, um, I don't really care. Like I was just like, he his um, parents believe that and stuff. And I was like, he was like, and then he even said right after that, right after I thought that he was like, my parents literally. They're like, my parents told me, and. Uh, ABC says this and all that stuff and I'm like yeah well people are taught different things so like I'm like but um, so I just told him to just I was like okay if you yeah I was I just I didn't agree with him I just said okay and just left it there wow there there it is put that on a t-shirt you didn't agree with him you just said okay okay isn't agreeing and you just left it there and you guys probably started talking about something else. Yeah. It was just, yeah, short little side conversation. And then it, we moved on and talked about probably girls? some weird things. Probably not girls. Oh, probably not girls. Okay. 
We'll, we'll wait until the second conversation with you to talk about girls. Um, this podcast is called Human Hope, and I think people listen to it to find some hope. Uh, I'll end the conversation with this, Lysiah. What is, um, where do you find hope? Where do you find hope? What's something that gives you hope? And leave that little tidbit for our Human Hope listeners. Um, I would say a good community definitely gives me hope because if literally we did this to one of my friends who's tried out for the basketball team, he he tried out for the basketball team and or was going to and he was super like he was really nervous and so like uh-huh. he texted a group chat of mine and was like, "Hey, I'm trying out for the basketball team. I'm really nervous. Can you guys pray for me?" We we're like, "Oh yeah." Hope you do great. And we just like encouraged him and everything. Like just we gave him like uh, all the encouragement and everything. And then by the end, like he was just like ready to go out there so and just so pumped. And then even afterwards, like we were on a call and he was like, yeah, guys, I didn't make it, but I'm so excited for next year. Like we got him. We oh, so gave he him didn't even so make much, the team. Yeah, he didn't make the team. But, but he was still encouraged. He was still so encouraged. Still that he was like, hope. I'm ready to go to train really hard for next year and I'm ready. I just, I um, can't wait. And so he was just uh, really excited for that. That's so amazing. um, So that, that I think is one really good part because that just, that that gave him hope for next year. Like stuff. So that was really good. I love that. I love that. Community gives hope and, and it's hope past even their present circumstance. It seems like that thing didn't work out, but it still has hope for the next time because you guys all leaned in there. Lasaya, I think you're a hit. I think people are going to want you back on the show. Thanks for hanging out with the Human Hope family. Yeah, no problem. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Okay, Losaya. Okay. Okay, why don't you make us feel all the feelings? No way, shape, or form did I think that's where the conversation was going to go. I just love that kid with everything inside of my being. So proud of you, Lo. Listen, if there's anything, I think this thing's just going to make us get out there and maybe live a little bit more intentionally with our devices around our kids. Uh, and, and, and if anything else, I think it's, and he's really going to help us realize that even the little people around us, are exactly that people and we need to make sure we continue to treat them as people even when you feel like uh, filming every facet of who they are be very weary with the souls around you Uh, they're gentle uh, and they are uh, they're human Losiah gave us a lot of human hope thanks guys for listening Uh, next week next week oh we've got one of my great friends. I've known her for a very long time. I'm not going to let you know who it is, but I promise you the conversation is exactly everything we talk about every single week here. What do I like to say that my friend Mike taught me? Do not stand on issues, but walk with people. That is what we're going to be talking about next week. So come on back here. We will get that going. I love you guys. Please hit five stars on the review wherever you listen to your podcast subscribe follow share let everybody know to hop on the human hope train because we got a lot more coming your way from nashville tennessee this is carlos saying i will see you next time on human hope